Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise Macabro. This week, we're diving into the legend of the werewolf. From the origination of the legend to the 21st century, join us on a scary excursion of the Bruise Cruise podcast. Just a helpful reminder, this episode includes acts of violence and cannibalism. Viewer discretion advised for children under 13. Voice acting provided by Jason McCarthy Jr. and Sr. On a chilly fall evening in Lancaster, Ohio. As the sun starts to set and the moon peers out of the clouds, goosebumps start to form on your entire body. You chalk it up to the quick temperature change. However, you can't help but notice that an impossible silence has come over the area, but you pick up the pace trying to get back to your car before blackness covers the park. You come to the base of the mountain and notice a man standing and staring at the lake below. Thinking nothing of it, you continue on the path you chose. As the moon completely rises and shines through the clouds, and the man who is standing by the lake is now bowled over screaming in pain, (coughs) and fascinatingly begins to grow taller, and his body becomes deformed. You stand, frozen in place, not knowing what to do or what in the world is going on. You've never heard these guttural noises in your entire life. As the man stands fully, you notice his mouth and nose have inexplicably grown and is now covered with fur and releases a frightening howl that sends shivers down your spine. You scream. The creature turns and charges in your direction. Still, you try to move but your muscles won't respond to what your brain is telling them to do. No matter, for it is too late. Your body thuds to the ground, and the creature takes a piece of your face and releases a horrific howl. The werewolf is a mythological creature and subject of many stories throughout the world, and more 
than a few nightmares. Werewolves are, according to legend, people who morph into vicious, powerful wolves. Others are a mutant combination of human and wolf, but all are bloodthirsty beasts who cannot control their lust for killing people and animals. It's unclear exactly when and where the werewolf legend originated. Some scholars believe that the werewolf made its debut in the Epic of Gilgamesh, the oldest known example when Gilgamesh jilted a potential lover because she had turned her previous lover into a wolf. Werewolves made another early appearance in Greek mythology with the legend of Lycoen. According to the legend, Lycoen, the son of Pelagus, angered the god Zeus when he served him a meal from the remains of a sacrificed boy. As punishment, the enraged Zeus turned Lycoen and his sons into wolves. Werewolves also emerged in the early Nordic folklore. The saga of the Volsungs tells the story of a father and son who discovered wolf pelts that had the power to turn people into wolves for ten days. The father-son duo donned the pelts, transformed into wolves, and went on a killing rampage in the forest. Their rampage ended when the father attacked his son, causing a lethal wound. The son only survived because a kind raven gave the father a leaf with healing powers. Some legends maintain werewolves shapeshifted at will due to a curse. Others state they transformed with the help of an enchanted sash or cloak made of wolf pelt. Still others claim people became wolves after being scratched or bitten by a werewolf. In many werewolf stories, a person only turns into a wolf when there's a full moon, and that theory may not be far-fetched. According to a study conducted at Australia's Calvary Matter Newscastle Hospital, a full moon brings out the beast in many humans. The study found that of the 91 violent acute behavior incidents at the hospital between 2008 and July 2009, 23% happened during a full moon. Patients attacked staff and displayed wolf-like behaviors, such as biting, spitting, and scratching. Although many were under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time, it's unclear why they became intensely violent when the moon was full. Many so-called werewolves from centuries ago were in fact serial killers. France had its fair share. In 1521, Frenchman Pierre Burgo and Michael Weirden allegedly swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have an ointment that turned them into wolves. After confessing to brutally murdering several children, they were both burned to death at the stake. Burning was thought to be one of the only few ways to kill a werewolf. Giles Garnier, known as the Werewolf of Dole, was another 16th century Frenchman whose claim to fame was also an ointment with wolf-morphing abilities. 
according to legend. As a wolf, he viciously killed children and ate them. He, too, was burned to death at the stake for his monstrous crimes. Whether Burgo, Vernon, or Garner were mentally ill, acted under the influence of a hallucinogenic substance, or were simply cold-blooded killers, is up for debate. But it likely didn't matter to superstitious Europeans during the 16th century. To them, such a heinous crime could only be committed by a horrific beast such as the werewolf. Peter Stube, a wealthy 15th century farmer in Bedburg, Germany, may be the most notorious werewolf of them all. According to folklore, he turned into a wolf-like creature at night and devoured many citizens of Bedburg. Peter was eventually blamed for the gruesome killings after being cornered by hunters who claimed they saw him shapeshift from a wolf to a human form. He experienced a grisly execution after confessing under torture to savagely killing animals, men, women, and children, and eating their remains. He also declared he owned an enchanted belt that gave him the power to transform into a wolf at will. Peter's guilt is controversial since some people believe he wasn't a killer but a victim of a political witch hunt or perhaps a werewolf hunt? Either way, the circumstances surrounding his life and death stoked rampant fears at the time that werewolves were on the loose. The werewolf phenomenon may have a medical explanation. Take Peter, the wild boy for instance. In 1725, he was found wandering naked on all fours through a German forest. Many thought he was a werewolf, or at least raised by wolves. Peter ate with his hands and couldn't speak. He was eventually adopted by the courts of King George I and King George II and lived out his days as their pet in England. Peter likely had Pitt-Hopkins syndrome, a condition discovered in 1978 that causes lack of speech, seizures, distinct facial features, difficulty breathing, and intellectual challenges. Other medical conditions that may have encouraged werewolf mania throughout history are lycanthropy, food poisoning, hyperthrichosis, rabies, and hallucinations. Throughout the centuries, people have used werewolves and other mythic beasts to explain the unexplainable. In modern times, however, most believe werewolves are nothing more than pop culture icons. Made famous thanks to Hollywood's 1942 flick, The Wolfman. Still, werewolves have a cult following. Werewolf sightings are reported each year, and werewolf legends will likely continue to haunt the dreams of people throughout the world. So whether you believe in werewolves or not, perhaps it's always a good idea to play it safe whenever the full moon rises and remain vigilant of your visual and auditory surroundings. Bruiser Nation, thank you so much for listening to the Bruce Goose Podcast, Macabro. Follow us on Twitter at BruiserNationPR and visit our official website, BruiserNationProductions.com, for all our great content. 
Links to our merch partners and exclusive articles from the Nation production staff. Tune in next time where our next excursion takes us to Transylvania and the origins of vampires. And as always, Nation, stay good because we're always good. <laughs>